Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week will be another quick episode. So this will just be sort of an episode to get out to you guys, just a, a sort of discussion just with myself, as I've done in the past with a few episodes, as I didn't have time to get a guest in time, and sort of stuff's been happening, but I can guarantee that and then over the next few weeks we'll be have some really great stuff coming for you guys uh, in two weeks' time. Uh, be a Valentine's Day special, which will be a lot of fun, hopefully. Uh, they, then there'll be, you know, other guests in the future for some really good stuff. In, in uh, March, I'll have an Oscars episode like I did last year. Uh, so, yeah, this week I will be... And uh, tomorrow, and in fact, there'll be like three episodes this week because there'll be... Tomorrow will be the first. So it'll be what I watched this month, January edition. And then the BAFTA nominations are also coming out this week, which I will cover. Uh, and then next week will be Oscar nominations, which I will have a guest on to discuss those nominations. And uh, if I just looked at the schedule that I've got written out for the moment. Uh, so, <clears throat> so yeah, so uh, today will be this week's episode, which I'll be talking about The Lion King, the 1994 original classic. Then tomorrow will be what I watched this month. Then on the 3rd will be the BAFTA nominations. Then next week will be a regular episode. And then the 9th, next week will be the Oscar nominations. And then the week after, Valentine's Day. Then I've got to get something planned for the 21st. And then on the 28th will be the SAG Awards. <clears throat> so, that, so the SAG Awards will be the the reactions my sort of thoughts and all that on those awards will be the 28th and then march so the 21st of march will be the oscars episode where i go through and discuss the best picture nominees which i will have a guest on for that one and then the week afterwards will be the and then the following episode will be the reactions as i believe the oscars are taking place on the, well, for me, the 28th of March, 2022. So that'll be that week's episode. So this week, uh, as I said uh, a little bit ago, so that's sort of the, the plan actually for the schedule right now. That'll be what is going to be happening in the future. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what we'll be, I'll be doing for next week's episode. I will figure something out. But... This week I will be talking about The Lion King as I recently rewatched it a few weeks ago at the beginning of the month because I love The Lion King. I think it's a very good film to talk about. And I think I've mentioned this before, but I'll reiterate this point that any episodes I do that are just with me about films, like I've done Citizen Kane in the past, I've done Buffy and I've done all these things, I will... Those are episodes that I will probably that they have episodes that i will most likely redo in the future with like a guest on so it'll be like a redux those episodes and i'll still keep them up of course but i might in the future do a proper episode covering them with some guests and um and i might add some more so yeah the lion king uh so this is a i mean it is a classic of the 90s it's a a childhood classic of, of not just my childhood but of many people's i think most people 90 percent of people you know after a certain period you know people who grew up in the 90s and beyond probably watched the lion king a lot when they were a kid i i, I definitely remember watching the lion king a ton when i was in 
when I was a kid uh, on Laserdisc. Uh, I'm not sure how many people listening to this are aware of what Laserdiscs are. Essentially, it is um, basically what Laserdiscs are. Uh, they're like they're, they're, they're giant discs, and it was, I believe it was around, actually, I'm not entirely sure when exactly Laserdiscs were like a thing. And were like being used, like I think the uh, I think that's probably one of the more recent films that they don't make them anymore. But to be fair, digital media is not as uh, as a big deal anymore. I I still collect you know DVDs and and, and physical media because I like the you know owning physical DVDs. And, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I watched The Lion King a ton when I was younger. And then, you know, I didn't watch it for a few years. And I watched it last year. I rewatched it last year after having uh, not seen it in years at that point. And then I rewatched this year. And I'm actually currently uh, making my way through a massive rewatch, a big watch through of every uh, like, traditional Walt Disney animation pictures film. So I'm, I've only watched a few, so I've only watched three so far, and a couple will be discussed uh, tomorrow, for tomorrow's episode. But, yeah, so I've only rewatched yeah, re three of them. So The Lion King was one of them, that's why I figured I should do an episode on it, and just sort of give my opinions and talk about the film. Uh, and Laserdiscs were invented in 1978, and so it's something that it... And, yeah, and... Uh, I'm just saying when they stop making them. Uh, sorry, give me a second. Um, and so it was. So it was, they just continue, stopped making them in like the uh, in like the two in like the two thousands, I think, or they definitely stopped making as many of them because laser discs it's like VHS, you know, there's no it's it's very much a case of like it's something that you know, technology has advanced. So like when DVDs became a thing that pretty much killed VHS's the you know, VHS and also to be fair, it killed um laser discs as well. Uh so yeah, The Lion King, it's, uh, well, it's a classic, uh, and, uh, I think it's, I think it's fair to say that I love it to bits, it's a outstanding film, it's one of my all-time favorites, one of the best animated films, I know, ever, uh, and it's, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a really, really great film, and then I think it's got a lot going on for it, like, it's a film that it's it's sort of become socially acceptable now, I think, in society, in in sort of a film, you know, for film people to say that you like The Lion King. Like The Lion King's one of those Disney films where you there's no real shame or embarrassment to say, oh, that you love that one. I think it's one of the and it's like one of your favorite films. There's very few animated films, and especially Disney films, where you could say, I love that film. Without people, without there being a sense of judgment to it, uh, like I'm trying to think of other ones. Like I think a lot of anime films, like just any anime film, really. But I mean, Grave of the Fireflies, especially, which I covered on this podcast a while ago. Um, you know, there's certain films that very much are that like 
Like there's like it's it's a lot more with animated films. You're more likely to get judgment from people if you have an animated film as like one of your all time favorite favorite films. So, but it it also very much depends on what the animated films. If you have something you know like an anime film like yeah, Grave of the Fireflies or Spirited Away or something like that, there's less likely for people to judge you. Uh, due to the fact that it's that there's more respected, and, and whereas Disney, you know, there's very few Disney films that like are like that. Like Lion King is one of them. Beauty and the Beast arguably could be one of them. Pixar as well, but Pixar's not Walt Disney Animation's. Pixar's its own thing, but Pixar. I mean, you're less likely to get judged if you say one of your favorite films is a Pixar film due to it having uh, more respect, and I think that's kind of an in- interesting sort of thing is that like people you can be judged just because you say one of your all-time favorite films is an animated film and it's it's weird and and and, you know i mean if you usually if it's a non-disney film you're less likely to receive judgment for saying one of your favorite films is an animated film you know if you you know stuff like you know stuff i've already mentioned plus things like you know the iron giant for example like you're less likely to get judgment for that due to it being a more respected animated film but the lion king is a really really great film and i think it's really nice that more people are beginning to appreciate and understand how great it is as a film and uh yeah so it it's it's got some of the best it's some of the most beautiful looking animation for an animated film i've ever seen honestly i i think it's a standing look of film and still looks really great to this day you know considering that it's you know came out nearly 30 years ago at this point jesus that's 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 a long time 30 years since the lion king came out nearly 1994 oh so yeah it's 30 years yeah sorry um so yeah we opened the film you know and um, the circle of life and it's 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 like one of them it's got the film has got some of the most iconic Disney just characters in an animated film, as well as Disney songs, like, like, it is an outstanding film, um, it, on just, like, every level, it's a, it's probably my overall favourite Disney film, but I would probably put a couple other, i probably put a couple Pixar films above it. Uh, in fact, let me. I'm just gonna check my list. I've got a list of my th- 100 favorite films that I'm, you know, eventually will become in a th- uh, top thousand, which will be very fun. So, I'm just saying it's it's definitely up there for me, and like I do love it, but I do think it's interesting that when people put it as like one of their all-time favorites, like it's a great film. Don't get me wrong, it's one of my all-time favorites, but it's weird that, like, people love it so much. So it is number 41 of my top 100 above... Oh, only one only one Pixar film, actually. That's interesting. But I've put five other anime... There are five other animated films above it. So that's... It's still it's still in the top 10. It's, it's, an, it's a really, really great film. Uh, and... Yeah, so the so it's a it's a really good film, and yeah, it's got some of the yeah, the most iconic Disney songs. And to be fair, songs just like just in general songs because, uh, you know, the film won a couple Oscars, which are very well deserved for best original song, 
and uh, best original score. Although I disagree with the score, the, the song that it won for, I personally would have given it to Be Prepared, which I would argue is one of the best Disney songs. Although it's, in my opinion, the second best villain song, and Can You Feel the Love Tonight is the second best uh, love song for a Disney film. Uh, for context sake, the, the best villain song is Hellfire from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, and anyone who says otherwise is wrong. Um, like it, it is, it is the best one. Like let's just let's just be honest. Hellfire is the best one, and there. And uh, I would say, <clears throat> and I would say that a whole new world is the best love song ever in a Disney film. It's outstanding. It's. It is, it is great. It is a really, really good um, song. And I and don't get me wrong, I love Kenny for the Love Tonight and I love Be Prepared. I think they are both really, really great songs. But I personally believe that, uh, that uh, A Whole New World and Hellfire are better films in my opinion and the lion king received four oscar nominations which is very good for an animated film especially since this is a pre especially since this is you know a pre best animated feature category being you know being there uh, so the it, it was nominated for a, a two no three in fact best original songs no be prepared which is very very surprising and i wonder for can you it nominated and won for can you feel the love tonight it was also nominated for circle of life and hakuna matata and also won best original score which is fair enough it's very well deserved it's probably hans zimmer's best work well it's definitely some of his best work it's, it's weird that hans zimmer's only won a single oscar but i have i feel like that could change this year this upcoming oscars because dune feel like a good win for that but we'll find out uh yes i mean this the songs are all spectacular there isn't really a bad song in it and they're all just like catchy they're classics you know people know those songs people love those songs which is you know fair enough that they're, they're all really great beloved pieces of disney music um uh, so yeah and then what, you know, yeah, the opening, it's a perfect introduction with one of the most iconic pieces of music uh, with the circle of life and just, and it's got all the, be and the beautiful animation and the beautiful score and it all, like, it's just put together and, and, and combined into this really, really beautiful f film on a sort of on a sensory level in terms of, you know, visually as well as, you know, you know, uh, hearing wise, you know, audio, you know, in terms of audio as well, it look, it sound, you know, the sound design, sound mixing, sound everything is outstanding, and and visually, it is an outstanding looking animated film, especially for you know the the nineties when you know animation has progressed so far that we're getting things like Into the Spider Verse now, which I covered last week, Into the Spider Verse, which has got some, which has got arguably, in my opinion, the best animation of any animated film ever. If I'm being completely honest. Uh, yeah, but it still holds up magnificently well. Sorry. Um, then also we've also got the voice acting, which is is a bit sort of meh. Like so, like I, like 
it's not like it's bad or anything. And hell, I would I would argue a fair amount of the voice acting is like pretty solid. Like I don't think there's any majorly bad voice acting. I, I think Matthew Broderick is probably the most out of place and the most like that's a bit weird. He's he's kind of not as good. I I mean I would argue Jonathan Taylor Thomas who voices Young Simba is better because I think he really sells the emotion more in this in you know when scene when uh, Mufasa dies. I think that is. He really sells the, you know, uh, like he, he really sells the emotion of that scene, and and it too, and I don't cry at that scene. I've never cried at that scene, and uh, I've never really gone that emotional on that scene. Like yeah, it's sad, but I don't really get that vested. But I think that the that the Taylor Thomas really sells it and really sells the emotion. And if, if I'm being completely honest, the, the the scene that gets me more emotionally is when Mufasa comes back. And Simba has that vision of seeing him, and, and then like the music is swelling, and then Simba, you know, he 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 head runs back home, and then the score just swells, and it's just it's it's amazing, it's amazing, it's so good. It's um, that's the emotional bit that gets me more than Rufus's death. And I I've, I've realized this about myself that I'm getting more the older I'm getting, I'm getting more emotionally invested and like hit by films now like i i recently rewatched a film that i only saw like relatively recently but it really got to me towards the end and i'll discuss that tomorrow's episode uh yeah i'm just realizing that i'm getting more emotionally affected by films now which you know i guess is a sign of maturing i guess that the older you get, the greater appreciation you get for things, and the more emotionally invested you become in things. And yeah, so yeah, voice acting, uh, Jeremy Irons, if we're talking about, like, is a, one of the best, like, voiceover performances that I've, like, ever heard. It's a, it's, it's a legitimately outstanding performance. It's really, really great. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's just incredibly great. Like, I think Jeremy Irons is, is an outstanding, a complete and utterly outstanding actor in, you know, the stuff I've seen him in, you know, putting aside, you know, his thoughts on some things. Um, I think he's completely, he's, he's utterly utterly brilliant and things and i think sky is one of the best disney characters not not just villains but the best disney characters that the that the company's ever been has ever produced i i, I don't think of i can't think of a a disney character I, I can't think of too many disney characters who are as well realized and as well written and portrayed as he is i think he he's one of yeah just one of the you know, I think, like, and I mean, be prepared, again, one of the best Disney songs that has ever been, you know, made, uh, and it's, 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 yeah, you're completely outstanding, I think, uh, James L. Jones as well, of a great voice acting, I think he's not in it too much, but I think James L. Jones 
just has like the best voice for like a voiceover artist like he very much like feels like to me anyway that um he just has that booming voice you want for that kind of character and so it works really well you know uh yeah jeb so jones is great in uh, it's just really great in things um yeah so yeah we've got you know the opening circle of life then you know we're introduced to scarlet and we meet zazu played by rowan atkinson who's also a delight in the film and it's just it's just a really really good film honestly i think you know like there's some really great standout scenes like the hakuna matata song i think is a really it's a very interesting sort of weird like how simba they're just telling him like yeah forget about your parents you know it's like oh my dad died relatively recently but now i'm dancing with the with this meerkat and this warthog you know eating bugs you know but it's just yeah no but it is really good though like the way the the editing what like, the editing when they're walking across like the three of them are walking and is you know transitioning as simba's getting older you know, and, and yeah, he's trans. It's transitioning, and Sim is getting older, and you know, he's getting more, and he's getting bigger. He's getting more. You know, his, his mane is growing out more. It's it's really great, and, and um, you know, and he and you know, he runs away. Cause he thinks his dad. He killed his dad, which you know, he didn't. But you know, he's a kid. He's a dumb kid. You know, kids believe uh, the dumbest shit. Let's just be honest here. Uh, and then yeah, he spends. You know, he spends years, you know, in hiding, and everyone thinks he's dead. But, yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, Rowan Atkinson, I think, I'm going on completely, there's no structure to this. I, I really, like, have difficulty structuring these things when it's just me. I don't know if you could help, but I think it kind of works, I guess. It's a little more, I just think it keeps you on your toes, I guess. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so... Yeah, and then, you know, we meet Nala. Well, well, we reintroduced to Nala, who's now an adult. An adult lion. And I think that the Can You Feel the Love Tonight sequence is uh, is really outstanding. I think it's, it's, got, it's, you know, like it's, you know, it's a beautiful melody. It's got a beautiful... Um, way of just sort of going through things it's you know the the, the the animation is also completely on point and and completely you know like outstandingly beautiful it, it all works so well in the, in the and i love the whole it's sort of cutting between um timon and pumba's lyrics and them singing them reacting to what's going on and then cutting between tonala and simba's and that sort of how they're doing this so that you know the perfect sort of punchline of like oh they think their friend is doomed because he's now with a female lion i think it uh, it really works this film has it's got really great comedic elements in it expect i mean timon and pumba really Huck, you know, are really the great bits of those, you know, comedic parts of the film. I, I think, I, but I also think the hyenas, uh, Ed in particular, is, 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 I think, really, really entertaining and really funny. I think 
they really the film really sort of is able to hit all the beats perfectly you know the emotional beats the happy you know the sad you know the the really sad stuff but it's also even hit the really big comedy beats as well when it needs to i think it all just really works incredibly incredibly well and yeah so i think it all works really well and i think the third act of you know simba realizing about him and and actually i think i will say rafiki is also a really really fun character and i love his joy of like when he realizes that simba is alive and when he's you know cheering when simba is running back home like i think that is it's it's incredibly cathartic to get that and and, uh, and like catharsis is always great in a film especially when it's done incredibly well and it's so and yeah the audience you know as an audience member you're super happy and you know it's super cathartic and you just like you are really happy and enjoying the fact that you're happy with the fact that simba's going back home because it's you know everything you've been built it's you know everything that the story's been building to and when it just happens you are just happy you know and yeah it's and yeah it's just really really like amazing it's just really it's it's some it's like incredibly uh like yeah it's incredibly cathartic and it's just what you want to happen and then yeah the third act where which really again allows the animation to come to light come alive you know and seem you know so much greater and, and just be shown up you know when and and it's great because you've got the three you've sort of got like these sort of three sort of connecting stories you know you've got Simba and versus Scar and then you've got Nala and the other lionesses versus the hyenas then you've got Timon and Pumbaa and then Zazu and that thing and it's really, really great. And then, of course, there's Rafiki, and it's, and yeah, the final action, third act, final battle is incredibly well done. There's great bits of comedy, there's really great bits of emotion, there's all these great bits of just what's going on, and it is just great. And yeah, the final battle between Simba and Scar is like, you know, everything that the film's been building to up to this point you know because scar killed simba's dad so you've sort of been waiting for simba to come back and get his revenge and he you know eventually overcomes i i i feel like i don't i'm, I'm kind of skipping over some stuff because i think we've all probably seen the lion king so there's no real point in me going into every single individual scene especially since this isn't like a full episode with a guest or anything but yeah simba overcomes scar who is then eaten in a very brutal way might i say i i think like disney films are incredibly brutal like they don't show you things of course but they imply things like the the villain death in tarzan for example is incredibly brutal and yeah it's like in this and you know in things like snow white and and all, the, and, and all these other films the the villain death or comeuppance is very much like that is incredibly dark for a kids film uh, but of course we don't see it but it's imp but imp 
the implication of what happens is, you know, and, and it sort of symbolizes that Scar's death means that the rain comes back, which it does. And yeah. And Simba, you know, he is now the king of the land. Now he is now the, yeah, the ruler of the land. And at the end, at the end, him and Nala have a baby have a baby lion uh, and that you know would lead into the sequels which I have not watched so I will not be talking about them yeah yeah but the Lion King is a, a fucking amazing movie uh, the remake I have seen uh, like two years ago I think it's crap so there that's all I'm gonna say on the matter it's crap so uh, if, I, if I was to put a rating on the remake uh, it's a two out of ten uh, it, it sucks. It's 2 out of 10. And, and But the original Lion King is a perfect 10 out of 10. It's one of my all-time, all-time favourite movies. One of the best films ever made, in my opinion. One of the best animated films ever made. Uh, it is a complete and utter masterpiece. And I truly recommend, if you somehow have never seen The Lion King, you should go see it right now. Seek it out. It's, it's on Disney+. Plus. Watch it. L- fall in love with it. And yeah, The Lion King, it is a completely outstanding and one of the all-time greatest films, in my opinion. But, you know, I think most people would be willing to agree with that. So yeah, thank you all for listening to this week's episode. So this one was a bit, a bit sort of scattered and sort of a bit scattered is sort of me going, jumping around and sort of going from da-da-da-da-da. This is just, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, it's just me doing an episode by myself, so I sort of don't have as much of a structure to do, and I don't have to adhere to as much, because I'm not going to be going through every single thing. Um, so, yeah, thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Uh, tomorrow will be what I watch this month. Later on this week will be the BAFTA nominations, which will be coming out. Then next week I'll have... a. Uh, an episode. I don't know if I'll have a guest in time for that one. I might be another one of my lists because I'm a big fan of doing that. And then the week after that will be Valentine's. There'll be Oscar nominations next week. Yeah, all this great stuff. So thank you all for listening to this week's episode and I will see all of you guys in the next one. Goodbye. <laughs>